0: Hi, I'm Matthew Viriapa. You're listening to Songwriters and Tour Writers, the podcast interviewing the songwriters and musicians that call Oklahoma home, and those that might just be passing through. On this episode is rapper-producer, Sandeep. While Sandeep has only been making music for maybe three years, he's already produced songs for a number of different hip-hop acts in Oklahoma, and is also part of the bilingual hip-hop duo Finite Galaxy. Finite Galaxy released their first album in 2021 and another EP earlier this year. And while his partner, Flowstate, raps in English, Sandeep raps primarily in Hindi. His upcoming release, Will Rap for Change, is his first producer album, featuring himself and 16 other artists. It's set to come out on March 19th with an accompanying release show, where the proceeds for the show and album will be going to charity. Sandeep talks about his start in music, rapping in Hindi, and why he wanted to donate the proceeds to this album to
1: charity. All the money we're gonna get from the album sales, ticket sales, we're gonna take that and we're gonna match it and give it back. That and more on this episode of Songwriters and Tour
2: Writers. All of my pain, fall into grace. I am the way, I am the one in charge. I am the light, I am the walls. I am the one that can breach them. There is no other but me, no one but me. I am the source of freedom.
1: So my name is Sandeep. Um, I, It's actually a lot of people ask me if that's my actual name or if that's a stage name, but it turns out it is my actual name. And uh, it's the only thing I have different is I put a space between sun and deep. Uh, just because Sun Deep, as one word, was taken from Spotify. So my brilliant brain was like, if I put a space, turns out it was available. So I was like, I'm just going to roll with that. (laughs) So I started uh, making music in 2018. Back then, my girlfriend, or now my wife, uh, she took me to the Roots concert, and I really loved uh, that sort of hip-hop. I didn't really listen to as much hip-hop before that. I was more of the progressive rock, kind of you know, uh, psychedelic rock and classic rock kind of person. You know, I was still learning uh, over the next, over the year and a half that I was uh, I started uh, producing music. And uh, 2020, I kind of got in touch, you know, with some interesting circumstances with uh, an MC uh, from town named Rob, Rob Kumpion. So him and I worked on an album and I really enjoyed the process. So since 2020, I've just been trying to work with as many people as possible in town. Um, and so as a producer... Uh, I go by Sandeep uh, and I also have I also use that same na- artist name for any instrumental albums that I come out with or any movie soundtracks that I come out with. I made uh, one movie soundtrack for a zombie film and I'm making another one right now with an incredible director who's local as well, uh, Marlon Ladd. So I also formed this duo, this bilingual duo called Finite Galaxy, which started last year and released an album in October so that's me as Sandeep as producer and rapper I rap in Hindi and uh, a friend of mine Matt who goes by flow state he's rapping in English and he also produces a lot of the beats uh, yeah so that's uh, more or less the two sides of the artistry that I have and is, is that the correct way to pronounce it uh, Sandeep yes OK, there's a it, it's kind of interesting. A lot of people don't hear the difference, but there's like in India, in Hindi, especially there's there's not that the hard, you know, deep sound It's like a deep. It's like a th- it it's it's and it's for I think for sp- people who are not used to like other languages, it's like they cannot tell the difference. But mm-hmm. it's it's sun deep would be, you know, perfect. But I think it's a little bit softer on the D if you are like Indian, you know, like that's how you would say it. But yeah, Sandeep is, yeah, the
0: way to say it. Was it just kind of a natural thing that you wanted to kind of just put a slight spin on your your own name?
1: Yeah, uh, I I did like when I first started and I still have that as my uh, uh, SoundCloud. I wasn't Sundeep. I was uh, Chivalry with uh, Shiva S H I V A L R Y, and I was really proud of that. I mean, it was it was kind of cool, kind of cheesy, you know, kind of thing, but. Uh, I still have few songs on SoundCloud under the name Chivalry, like my first like 2019 beats. So I guess there was another artist on SoundCloud that was really good, who's also named Chivalry, the same exact spelling. So I was like, oh man, he's better than me anyway, so I might not. I shouldn't be going against this guy. (laughs) And he was actually an Indian rapper, but he rapped in English. So I was like, and then it was just like pretty early on for me. So I was still kind of searching for my name. And then one day I just was uploading something on DistroKid, or actually I did Google, can I just take my own name? Because it's kind of cool, Sandeep, you know, it's like if you space it out. uh, But I didn't really think of it that much. I was just like, okay, if Sandeep's taken, let me put a space that was available go for it Mm. finite galaxy is more thought through like when we first came up with that name the finite galaxy was part was our first song we did together as Sundeep and back in the day or back last year flow state was uh, i dreveni that was his uh, rap name so physics wise all galaxies are finite so i was like yeah but there's poetic kind of background to it what I was in the song what I was trying to say is like you can be inconsequential you'll feel inconsequential in this vast universe but then what truly matters is the people around you and that's what make up your galaxy so that's a very finite number of people so that's why we came
3: with the name finite galaxy <laughs> Sahara, I'm gonna say e ki hai up nasuraj, just get a passagume hamari chordi dunya, who say big easy chota hai hamara circle, prey circle banjata hebramar hamara, choti j chorty b cig day itana gyan to choke disco leges and sarka to rupadalde, to stroki nafato mut padal de gile itana source her sas make a gineka matla patalde.
1: Cause I I'm a geophysicist a lot of people. Our sort of physicists where i work and so they're like aren't all galaxies fine i was like i get it bro but it was it was the poetic side of it that got the name <laughs> so th- th- those are the stories of two of the names it's interesting to hear that you kind of got
0: into music just fairly recently and um kind of late in life then
1: yeah very late in life it's interesting like i go back and forth as like is that a good thing or a bad thing but it's just like it, it is what it is, you know, like I'm 32 now. So I got into it when I was, you know, 29. So it was pretty late in life. I did take uh, tabla, drums, like percussion back when I was in India for like a month. And that was like the most I've done in music. <laughs> My brother is like, he's a very fast learner. So he used to play a lot of guitar. So some guitar here and there. But then, you know, I just sort of went into school and then just forgot all about it did my master's and, you know, got a job. And then again, like that DJ who was just absolutely killing it on stage with the, it was one of those uh, light blocks, the launch pads, and he was like triggering samples. And I was like, can you make music with like that too? I was like, I want that. (laughs) And I ordered like a MIDI keyboard at the break of that show. And so that's when I started.
3: <laughs> yo, yo, lost generation, fast paced nation, world population confront their frustration. The principles of true hip hop have been forsaken It's all contracts you about money.
0: Making- so just to kind of understand your journey from like being at a roots concert all the way to like kind of where you are now where it seems like you're you're fully in into music at this point, right? Yep fully into music once that uh, MIDI player came in the mail um was it just kind of like duck to water were you just immediately like playing around with it spending all your time with
1: it yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't all glory, like, the beginning. Because <laughs> I remember, I still remember, because my studio is uh, 13th and Dewey, uh, Midtown. And literally, like, it started right across the street at Edge Midtown Apartments is where my journey started. And now we live in Bethany, but it's kind of humbling to kind of come back to where it all started, like, three years fr- uh, from now. But, you know, three years back, when I first got my MIDI keyboard, came in the mail, I was downloaded Ableton, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this." And I remember, it was a living room because we lived in a like a one bedroom apartment, me and my uh, wife. And we we're like, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm just going through little, you know, like the stock sounds and keyboards, and I made something, and I kept the metronome on because I was keeping time. And I called my wife. He's like, "Come over here, proud first beat." I was like, listen to this, put her put headphones on her. She like started laughing right away. And I was like, Oh God, this is not good. <laughs> and she's like she's like saw that I was not I didn't feel good about that. So she wanted to say something positive. And she's like, I like the ticking sound that he used. I was like, that's a metronome that I'm <laughs> using to keep time. So that's how it started. <laughs> I I guess what really helped me is coming from a background that was a lot less hip hop. That actually helped me. To sort of understand, because, you know, prog rock and all that stuff is just like different time signatures, so much complexity, so much instrumentation. So that, you know, I, st- I still kept listening to all of that. Plus, I started introducing more and more underground hip hop to it. So it's the, the soundscape started becoming bigger and bigger, you know. So like when you listen to some of my music, it's mostly you'll see that I use things that probably don't go together. I love that challenge of putting... Like there was a didgeridoo in a song of mine, just randomly, like and could because somebody challenged me he's like, hey, I, my friend is like, I bet you can't add a didgeridoo to this song, and I was like, do not ever challenge me on that, <laughs> and that became our best doing, you know, best like streaming song on on our first album. So, it's just like it took a while, but like I just kept going and going, and I had to learn how to do the basics so I can actually bl- break the rules to make something unique, because I didn't want to get stuck into oh. I just make trap beats or I just make boom bap beats or I just make these beats. So I wanted to have a style and I'm still looking for that. I'm still kind of finding the style, but I think I'm getting closer by the day to, you know, what would be like my unique style of, you know, making music. I'm, I'm still learning, man. Every day I learn something new. And that's, that's what I tell people is like the day you stop learning as an artist, that's the death of your artistry. Like you have to learn something new every day. Yeah. Is that what you feel
0: uh, really draws you to making music?
1: Yeah, it's just the, it's just like an open canvas, and it's just like, I need to just paint with sound every time. Like now, currently, what I've been looking into is like Odd Time Signatures, and like, I don't know if you know that band, uh, Santiago is a good friend of mine, he he introduced me to uh, a song by clipping this sort of almost like noise rap, mm-hmm. like white noise rap, you know? And there was a song called Story 2 in which they changed time signatures like eight times.
3: God smack is the wind feels on the face of Mike Winfield on his way home from the bar where he works nights, the worst nights.
1: Like one after the one after the other. It's like, it was really crazy.
3: And if another motherfucker touches wrist, trying to pull him into whisper, he ain't making it to midnight. Don't they know we got a
1: light? He's just walking, that's it. Like it's just walking and then it's like, keeps uh, looping at one point and then he goes to the next point and just keep looping and it's just like it changes time signature from like 3 4th you know 4 4 5 4 6 8 12 8 it's just like crazy
3: what the fuck where is the babysitter that he overpays body takes over and brain becomes disengaged michael is running his house is three blocks away adrenaline compensating for changing age since the last time that he ran it god damn it mike knows he gotta get home fast as he can looks up in the sky glows familiar
1: knows- and that becomes almost like performance art, you know, at that point. I had to learn 4-4 to understand the rest. You know, I can't just start jumping into odd time without understanding the basics, I guess. So that's what I love about making music. And the, the second you stop making music for other people, like, it's kind of weird to under, like kind of say that, but you start making good music. Uh, like, if you truly like, okay, I'm going to make something for me and what I love that's when you start making like really unique music as opposed to catering to, you know, what other people are wanting.
0: Well, you kind of mentioned like trying to find your own style. Who are the artists and groups that you're really inspired by and you feel like have influenced what you do?
1: Um, I'll start with, uh, the progressive rock side of things. So porcupine tree is a band that I've always loved, uh, since probably last 15 years. Uh, so I still listen to a lot of their music just because it inspires me even like Bollywood uh, like a lot of music Bollywood music there's some really intricate stuff that you know happens in Bollywood music and the way they have arrangements of the music especially vocals like I have I try to get as much you know like Indian style vocals as possible in my in my music <laughs> and indian instruments like sitar or the uh, or the sarangi and all those instruments just listening to a host of different uh, just genres like really opens up your mind on what you know how you can work with sound
2: Colossal thought patterns emerge from my skull Volcanic ash and fire and smoke from my nostrils Beat changes, die and resurrect like the gospels Heat blazes wisdom from the caves and the lost scrolls Lost souls searching for the end of suffering. From of the pure land, they come to sing vibrations and frequencies raised so suddenly in a rest piece is so deep. Don't want to leave, and will the advent of the savior come and see, glorify the ever perfect self publicly and become everything you already are. Suddenly, knowledge of self, true wealth to let you free.
1: In hip hop, probably the most influential right now. Would be there's a artist by name Deka.
3: I gave him two those to dream with the muses a theme, music on a super Watch me do my thing when the hypothermic stings. I can by turning Mr. Hyde to
1: Mr. Clean. He produces his own beats, sample beats, and he raps on it too. Uh he's one of the influences, obviously the roots are big influence, atmosphere. One of the biggest influence I have is an Indian uh, producer and rapper by the name of Prabdeep.
3: He's
1: he's a pretty big rapper in India and uh, like he has that same sort of like flying y beats like you know very bouncy also beat changes and stuff like that so he's a bigger influence on me uh, when it comes to like the Indian rap side of things. Me kyo lada Me kyo sada
3: Me kyo dara Fasya wea huya, jasbatha de jaale chaha Me nu lag gada ke maara de be gana de la jeerdele, jeeindele
2: Seendele, Ameen dele Meri te ke amar
1: And then rest in peace MF Doom He's like the most influential when it comes to Doing something unique because Mad Villainy, that album When I first heard it, I did not like it. It's like, I don't know what this is. I don't I don't like it. The second time I heard it, I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life
2: living off borrowed time the clock tick faster that'll be the hour they knock the slick blaster dick dastardly and mutley with sick laughter a gunfight and they come to cut the mix master I ice cold nice to be old y 2 G Steve twice to threefold he sold scrolls low and behold know who's the illest ever like the
1: greatest story and knowing that he had zero choruses in the entire album really opened up my mind's like okay I do understand the point of choruses because it hooks. That's why I'd call a hook. I guess it hooks the audience. But then my my rap partner, Matt, sometimes uh, like yells at me. He's like, bro, we need a hook. Like there is no hook in the song. You basically have left no space for hook. It's just like verse, verse, instrumental, end. <laughs> that's why it's just so, like my music is so all over the place. It's just because that's what the inspiration I you know gather is like different genres, different artists.
3: Was rapping
0: in Hindi just kind of the natural way for you to try and rap? Um, Was it a big decision to even come to like rap? It sounds like you were, you know, coming at hip hop as a producer first.
1: Yeah, and that's also an interesting story because uh, so when I started with Rob and then the next year, 2020, I started linking up with uh, Thomas Hu and him I made a lot of music with. And uh, then I've kind of met people, you know, like we'll come to the Will Rap for Change album, but I've met a lot of people along the way that have been incredible friends. uh, You know, like that's why I was able to get so many people you know, to rock with me just because You know, I've genuinely enjoyed working with every single one of them. But, you know, like what was missing through producing for other people was, again, a sound that I was looking for. And I always liked poetry when I was little. Um, And, you know, just understanding rap is poetry, you know, rhythm and poetry. It took a second for me to sort of truly understand that in my own head. I did want to do it. But the thing is, I was so busy with work and producing for other people. I never got a chance to do that kept moving on but Matt who is part of the finite galaxy now I met him at a studio session and he's like dude I love your beats man uh, we should link up uh, so I linked up with him and I just like in passing mentioned that hey I also like would like to do rapping but uh, I didn't care for the English rapping as much as because I'm already have a weird accent to begin with just because I was born in India British speaking school. So, and then I came here, had a British advisor. So British was strong. And then I came to Oklahoma and then it sort of just like weaned off into this weird, you know, just a compilation of different accents. So when I go on the mic and I did try that, it just like, I don't know what comes out. (laughs) So Hindi, like Hindi is my mother tongue. So it's like, it naturally comes out. So when I told him that he was the first one to be like, bro, please, I want to hear it. Can we do a song together? And he like encouraged me. And then I was like, no, I'll just keep producing. And he's like, no, please, I want to hear it. And so I did it. And he's like, this is incredible, bro. We should, you should keep doing that. Uh, So that after that was rest was history. Like I was just, I, I was definitely a lot more comfortable just rapping in Hindi because that's again, you know, what I spoke at home uh, and, It's kind of interesting that I write more intricate stuff in English and I'm getting there in Hindi, which is also an interesting thing because, you know, because I was always in English speaking school and we wrote essays, we wrote poems and everything mostly in English. So like my English vocabulary is a lot bigger than my Hindi, even though I speak Hindi at home, but because I spoke Hindi as just a slangish Hindi to my parents and stuff like that. So I am getting better at writing in uh, in Hindi, but it was just like an interesting uh, like uh, realization that I actually write a little bit better in English, and then I just like try to translate some of it back to Hindi and try to keep the poetic element to it. In the newest album, I do switch back and forth between Hindi and English, but I think predominantly, I you know I want to keep that. Uh, that sort of you know cultural aspect to it, which is like rapping in Hindi. Mm-hmm. Were you ever hesitant about like actually putting out music like that? I mean,
0: you know, in America, English is like yeah <laughs> the predominant language, and um, it's going to create a barrier for some people. Absolutely, and it
1: was. I mean, it we still uh, it, it 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 did get accepted a, a little bit better than I thought it would. Um, again, like the first time I released a single. I think it was with Rob, artist that I work with, and that was played on the radio. Uh, so it was kind of interesting to hear that. I think somebody did message me. He's like, I think I heard Hindi. Was that you kind of thing? So I knew like I was going to, you know, not alienate, but like, as you said, like there's a barrier between that. Uh, so there was always that thought process in my head. Uh, there was a time where I was like, yeah, we did this song, but I don't think I want to release it just because like, who's going to listen to it kind of thing. But then I think of myself as somebody who listens to a lot of different languages, and I was like, okay, it might not be Oklahoma, but we can keep doing it. And hopefully with the power of social media and the internet, we can reach people who actually would like to listen to more international sort of sound. So I just said that, you know what, at the end of the day, like notes are sounds too, and people can have emotions when they listen to certain notes and certain, you know, like other notes chords have emotions too. And so I guess I just have to somehow flow properly on the beat that people can, I guess, at least get the energy off the track from me. That's where the the complexity of the beats come into play where, you know, the even if you don't understand it, there's a certain flow to it. There's a certain energy to it. There's a certain, you know, uh, emotion to it. The thought process of, you know, capturing the emotion on a track really made me not think about the language thing as much after after a little bit the more i can put music videos out and put subtitles you know people will start understanding and i try to tell them what the song is about when before we start rapping i don't always do it but at least before after the track so they have an idea and so they can kind of connect the dots i guess jaane anjaane mein mile hum
3: jab kam tha meri ragon mein rasta chala kiya humne shuru se ta pahunche aisi rasta tum yaar mere dildar mere apni aatma se poochu har abar main kaise jiya itne saal haare bina tumhare bina tumhare bina ab jo bhi ho raha hai wo ho jaane do mujhko tumhari nazron zara kho jaane do mujhko dil mein tumhare zara
0: Coming up next, Sandeep talks more about what it's like rapping in another language when your rap partner doesn't speak it. That and more about Will Rap for Change right after this break. <laughs>
1: KOSU has a podcast to bring you news on what's happening in the state of Oklahoma. The KOSU Daily includes local headlines. State impact reporters will bring us the latest on education, health care, and criminal justice. And we have news focusing on agriculture and rural issues, as well as indigenous affairs. You can subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. The KOSU Daily, Oklahoma news every weekday.
0: You know, you you partner up with a a Matt State for Finite Galaxy, and I'm, I'm curious about, like, the writing p- process between you two then because I'm assuming he doesn't understand
1: Hindi. Yeah, it's the the creepiest part and the craziest and the most uh, beautiful part about it is, like, I'll make a beat and I'll tell him is like, all right, this is the beat we're going to write on. Sometimes we do talk about the subject matter. It's like, okay, we're talking about mostly, most of our music is sort of, you know, self-reflective, Almost that's what Matt said, that, you know, like it, it, it it's basically feel good music. Uh, a lot of it is like, you know, what we have gone through. Uh, can we share some tidbits of knowledge with people who are probably going through rough times or who are going through, you know, like trying to find themselves? It was interesting, like every time I give him a beat, even if we don't talk about the subject matter, we somehow end up writing almost the same topic. It's just that, again, the idea of the beat's emotion sort of comes out. Like, you know, as soon as you hear that beat, it's like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. And, you know, creepily enough, I say creepy in in a very nice way, it's like we start writing about the same thing. And so sometimes we write together. Sometimes we give each other a topic. It's like, okay, this one, we're just going to go like old school MC, just like whatever we want to talk about. In this one, we're going to talk about, you know, happiness and what it means to you, what it means to be happy. We do give each other some idea, but I would say it's 50-50. 50% 50 we give each other ideas, 50% time we write separately, but we somehow end up just making almost the exact same topic. Which is why, I guess, we gel so well on music together, just because that's, that's, it naturally, we sort of complement each other in music. Yeah, what's
0: a track where you guys just surprisingly, like you you listen to his verse and you kind of explained your verse and you found out that like, oh, we're rapping about like very similar things here without planning on it.
1: The Getaway was, I think, one of our first songs as a finite galaxy that we wrote. We had the beat and the vocal sample goes... So we're just like, oh.
3: And
1: then both of us were just writing about to getting away from yourself to find yourself. Almost like explain my verse, not... You know, verbatim, but like the same theme.
2: Looking back, everywhere I've been, year after year, like stairs I get sent. Prayers and tears and cares within. Detours, but I get there in the end. Roadblocks, unprepared, I get so shocked, so stressed out, so caught. When I let go, I see there's no loss, no danger that's real and no cost. Poetry, this world is a flowing sea. Drive along the coast and the breezes. it blows in my window. Over my seats, where I laid my lyrics, I wrote to the beat. They spoke of these. Hope and release from the past of the present. From presence of peace Inhale truth with every breath I breathe Quarantine but my essence is free
1: There's a lot of uh, whatever he says Is sort of the idea of my verse as well Like that's probably most of the songs Except for like one or two Where we're talking about similar subjects But it's a little bit, a little bit off Like it's not the exact same thing But most of the time, yeah, it's the, it's the same It's the same topic You, You've been incredibly prolific with your music in a lot of
0: different like um mediums um just in the last year you came out with finite galaxy's first album and then during that you were also producing thomas who's project yeah
1: the 52 and 52 yeah
0: yeah and uh it was called 52 and 52 because he was putting out a song a week and were you producing most of those
1: yeah i think uh, i think uh, uh, off the 52 about 33 or something something close to that number uh were what we worked on uh and that was like in the in the span of like three months that we did 32 songs together close to that
2: what up son what's dude what's up, what's up, what's up.
1: So basically, every Thursday we used to have studio sessions, and I literally, it what it was is like I have, let's say, you know, five beats made that week or six beats. We'll just go through it, and the second he's like, all right, uh, play that one back, and I was like, okay, I like that, loop it.
0: Sandi, come on,
1: 40 minutes he's writing his verse everybody else is writing their verses record it move to the next one
0: yeah look i got some shit i think that you deserve i write a song to serenade you because i'm good with words oh she the illest bitch alive shit if that's what you heard i'd be so blasted out my mind i just might hit the curb
1: average we were used to finish two to three songs a, a night every thursday wow and that went on that went yeah his his writing skills are out of this world like it is crazy how fast thomas Hugh writes Uh, and also not just because he writes fast he's not gonna write good things he always is super deep with his lyricism uh, and he also writes really fast so yeah that that was just yeah every thursday so that was a lot of the beats like the initial beats and then a few in the middle were all produced by me
0: And then uh, you just put out an EP called Two Days. Yeah. And that's a reference to how long it took you to produce that too, right?
1: Yeah, basically not even produce. Yeah, I mean, yeah, produce like the whole thing. Uh, So we we had three beats that uh, Matt made before I went went to his place. So we had this thought process like, all right, we need to kind of get out of this writing over weeks see what spontaneity and you know on you know on the spot creativity kind of gives us
2: finite galaxy let's do it yeah uh i see a notion of light alive through my inner eye they see the stars in the night sky tell us why because when the planets aligned i reach a calm space within my mind i climb and i merge with the divine
1: and for me uh line, so i still fuck i think all, all every artist probably has that is like they always overanalyze their own stuff and so i have that issue where i overanalyze every single line that i write i write one line i was like ah, that doesn't is, that, that sounds pretty bad and then i just will I like, get stuck there so this was a this was a challenge for both of us let's just meet, meet up on a saturday afternoon whatever we can get up until Sunday night we have to finish all the five songs write it record it and produce two of them
2: yeah two days we are limitless two days we invented in this yeah through pain we have written this way cause we are living this way made it in two days
1: so we did that we wrote recorded and produced two of uh, two of the songs off the five and then just recorded on Sunday night and then that's the album two days so it was basically a challenge for us
3: Two
1: days to like reset our thought process on how we approach music, kind of thing. So it was it was
0: a crazy, crazy
1: time, but it was fun.
0: <laughs> and uh your upcoming project is
1: called uh, "Will Rap for Change." Yeah, can you describe it? For sure. When I was producing for a lot of people, one of the thoughts that I had was I wanted to do a producer album, like you know, like all the bigger producers do, like Alchemist and, and Mad Lib and you know, uh, uh, Jay Dilla used to and uh, Ninth Wonder. I've always been influenced by that sort of producer album. And it could also be that I didn't want to just be known as a producer in a way and also an artist. So I wanted to have like my album with my theme on it because, you know, there, there there still is. And this is just, you know, uh, as, as an artist that I feel, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you produce for somebody, but your name is like in the bottom corner as I produce by. So I wanted to sort of have a album which is sort of under Sandeep in, you know, like uh, what my theme is and then have all these you know, incredible artists that I had the pleasure and honor to work with come and feature on my album. So that that's where Will Rap for Change sort of, and uh, Original Flow actually gave it the name Will Rap for Change. Uh, so a huge shout out to him. But he was the first person I contacted. Uh, I was like, man, I want to do this producer album. Uh, it's just going to be like people featuring on my on, on my album. And, I, and then the thought process of the whole giving back to uh, my community came after that is like okay um like th- that's when he named it will rap for change so i was talking to him and he's like man i want to if i'm doing this album with all these incredible people and uh, i want to have a theme for it and change became the theme and what became of change was like i want to give back to the community of give back to the place i come from original flaw
3: listen yeah like be front and live for something die for nothing speak popping shooters gun and people running was it worth it was' it worth this die get hurting what's your purpose is it working why you working why you thirst are you sirf free certain break and certain close the curtain
1: so then I was like okay what what we're gonna do is like have a release of this album once it's done and whatever uh money we get with album sales if you're doing a release party with ticket sales we just gonna put it in a bucket, and then me and my wife were going to match it and give it back home. This was like last year, January. And then I recorded maybe four or five people. And then things kind of got busy with work. And then finite galaxy came in the way. Uh, So whatever was reciprocating, I was actually giving my priority to it. So finite galaxy became the priority at that point then like end of last year i was like man i i should not have kept this in the back because it is for a good cause so i need to finish it so i started hitting up people and then one after the other everybody came and recorded that stuff and so will rap for change became this 16 artists comp you know like a album with the idea being like i gave them everybody the same just one question what does change mean to you just write about that
2: i was about 10 years old my mama told me to go inside to buy for less and get her a can of cream and mushroom
3: for her chicken and dumplings. Man, I loved her chicken and dumplings. She handed me the money and told me to hurry up. Halfway in the door and a man with dirty clothes with holes in his shoes walks up on me and I immediately locked and loaded my steel defense mechanism with adolescence hollow points that showed I had much more living to do. Jacketed in a casing of brass, brass and judgmental metal. And before I could cock back, he uttered, Hey, young brother,
2: can you spare some change?
1: Even the artist, uh, Tyler Ray, uh, shout out to him for the album cover. I was like, I'm not going to tell you what to make. I'm just going to tell you whatever change means to you, visually depicted on, you know, on canvas. So Bill Rapper change is 16 artists plus Tyler, 17, the album cover. And again, uh, all the money we're going to get from the album sales, ticket sales, random miscellaneous donations. We're going to take that and we're going to match it and give it back to a foundation called Asha for Education. They're based in UC Berkeley. Um, they have chapters all around US, and they're non nonprofit. But what they do is any or any NGO back home in India that have a education component, they'll provide stewardship or volunteer, uh, you know, help to them, raise money for them, and then send it back. So, uh, so any grassroots organizations that have education component can come under the umbrella of Asha and they'll help you know uh, raise funds for them so uh, I talked to them and I was like hey I'm doing this album and I want to you know give back to where I come from and so I decided like just a few weeks back finally that there is a NGO from a very small town in uh, western part of India where I'm from like where I was born there's a there's a small little NGO that's doing a uh, helping uh, uh, women empowerment movement and also help, have, you know, helping women get educated in small villages yeah, Will Rap for Change became this sort of mentally a movement for me to sort of give back using music because that's the thing I absolutely love and I wanted to give back doing what I love to where I come from because again, there's so much influence of India that you hear in my beats, I wanted to I guess give back that, that love
3: my mama saw what i did and told me my heart was too big while i was thinking about how i made him remember his expensive price learning early about what change costs and how
0: i'll probably never be able to afford it throughout all of this um have you been working
1: full-time too Yeah, I'm working full time. I did quit my job last week. So I'm actually truly a full time for a little bit. I did want to give, I wanted to kind of get away from the corporate culture a little bit to kind of reset myself. So I kind of planned it, save save some money to make sure that I'm, you know, um, I'll be okay for the next few months. But I just wanted to give this, whatever this is, a full go. Because the one thing that I was missing, like I'm, you know, again, like, I've been pretty prolific in the making of the music. I haven't been that into or that uh, uh, good at marketing it. And that's one of the things that I wanted to focus more on because that's a full-time job at some point, you know, because I can make music when I come back home, but meeting people, trying to reach out to people on a Sunday afternoon, I just was like, that's not enough time for me. I I need to properly do this and then if not I can go back to the workforce like there's no there's no big deal because nobody's taking my degrees away it's just like I wanted to reset myself and do this full time but yeah I used to work at Devon Energy up until last week this is my first week of not working and man it is weird bro it is (laughs) (laughs) because you're so you're so conditioned to be like yeah uh, why am I not at work it's nine o'clock in the morning but like this whole week has just been me kind of anxious to be like i'm supposed to be at work i'm supposed to be at work because i'm so conditioned to just like last six years five years to just go to work so yeah it's 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 been interesting but it gave me more time to sort of figure out this release uh release party for rapper change and you know go print flyers put flyers up and all that so yeah man um it's it's been it's been interesting this year (laughs) it's super cool to hear um
0: that from just a few years ago, you just bought a a MIDI in the break of a concert, and yeah. then you know, a couple years later, you're you're quitting your full time job, Man. um, at at a pretty nice place, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, to to pursue this of
1: uh, fully, yeah, because again, that you know the the idea like like we're we're talking about you know starting it late, like it's it's I had to give it a full go because again I'm not twenties, you know I can't, it's it's just like. I needed to give it a full go and uh, this was the time. So it's probably now or I guess not never, but now or kind of never because, you know, now that I have the momentum going. So I wanted to utilize that momentum to sort of keep, you know, like, you know, snowballing into something. And man, it is, it is interesting to know like what place that I come from, small town in India, going all the way to Oklahoma and being heard on KOSU radio. I mean, it is like i sometimes i feel like it's just i'm gonna wake up and it's all gonna be a dream and that's that's gonna be the end of it <laughs> so it is it is it is humbling and also very proud moments you like you know like be talking to you or being played on the radio or like performing live because two years back you know forget two years like one year back i was just only producing for other people like and then a year from then you know like we have, you know, our EPs out and, you know, getting radio plays and all that stuff. So it is, it is, it is very humbling. Like I like, I'd I like to take that and be like, okay, this is good momentum. Let's continue this.
0: Uh, What else do you have uh, going on? You have a uh, release show coming up for Will Wrap for Change. When's that?
1: Yes. Uh, that is March 19th, 10 a.m. Yes, it is a brunch show. People are like, wow, 10 a.m. in the morning. I'm not up. It's like... You would go for brunch to a cooler place. You won't come for rapid change, but <laughs> I'm just joking. But yeah, 10 a.m. Uh Will Rogers Garden. That's the Ed Lycan Conservatory. On what is that, 36th in Portland, like that area. I want to give a shout out to all the people on that album. There's a lot. So there is uh Mac Woods, JB's on there. We got True Ambitions, Fish. Thomas Who, K.O., Sky High, Hustle, um, Psych the Wordsmith, my dude Flow State, um, Anthony Crawford Jr., Original Flow. I'm missing somebody. It's like, man, just 16 different artists on that album that, like, I am really proud to be working with every single one of them. Uh, I'll probably wait till I do a part two of the producer album just because it kind of takes a while to, you know, get everybody recorded. and uh, But, you know, I'm kind of focusing on more kind of my uh, instrumental. But yeah, another more music from my side. I'm just going to be putting out music probably every month or week. I don't know. I have a lot of instrumentals I need to release. But Finite Galaxy EP dropped. We're dropping a single probably in a few weeks and a music video for our first album. Uh, one of the songs, Drifting Away. And then I have a 19 to 20 song instrumental album that's coming out. I'm just thinking of release dates. It's like a Flying Lotus style album, not in terms of its sound, but in terms of its uh, structure, in which it's mostly instrumentals, but there's like random features in the middle. Like five songs later, you'll have a beat that plays for like two minutes, and then all of a sudden there's either a singer or rapper that comes in. So and then I'm probably going to like this week just like drop like an hour and 20 minute uh, just instrumental video on YouTube of all the beats that I've made. The problem is like I have a lot to release. I just like the whole marketing side of it is like i at this point I'm just going to keep releasing it. Doesn't matter.
0: Well, where can people find you? Uh, you know, drop your
1: social media handles or links to your website. For sure. Uh, yeah, we did. Finally, make a website. Uh, I had to make it. Uh, FiniteGalaxy.com. It's a little slow. I'm still working on the speed of it because <laughs> I put a lot of images in the front. Uh, but yeah, FiniteGalaxy.com. You'll see links to our. You'll see our bio, links to our uh, albums, links to all the other links to individual mine and uh, flow states uh, Instagram. But our Instagram is Finite Galaxy for the duo. Just Finite galaxy. And then for uh, my personal is Sundeep underscore music.
2: It's not about that. Times you did, you did all that. There's nothing wrong that. To see the rain coming back you.
0: you can find those links for him and Will Rap for Change at KOSU.org. There you can also find a list of the songs that were played on this episode. Songwriters and Tour Writers is a production of KOSU and the service of Oklahoma State University. Our editor is Ryan LaCroix, and our cover art was created by Terry Ferris. You can find Songwriters and Tour Writers wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. I'm Matthew Variapa.